Welcome to the Thursday edition of the Political Panda program. Man, do we have so much stuff today. We're going to be talking about the absolute disgusting shit going on in both the media and our government. We're going to be talking about a new bit of the democracy that's at threat as a, another sort of attack on a Capitol building happened today, or I should say this morning, but I'll give you a hint. It's not who you think did it. And of course, be well, of course be talking about AI, uh, a bit of gaming for once. Been ages since that happened, and much, much more. So, of course, if you haven't already, please consider hitting that subscribe button or follow button wherever you are listening. And of course, go over down into the description, as you can follow over on Twitter and True Social as well. And you, of course, can see all of the articles and everything used. So, jumping right in today, we, I, I don't even have an opening clip for you because there's so much. When I said on Twitter and True Social yesterday that today is a jam-packed show, I meant it's a jam-packed show. So... Keep in mind that obviously right now I, I I work you know late and then I come home and then usually by the time I wake up it's the afternoon right so I I wake up and like most human uh, beings I, I I check my phone you know in, in the modern era we we wake up and then we check our phone to see if we missed anything and well I woke up to two notifications from. The Daily Wire sending me breaking news updates. One being that the QAnon shaman has been released from prison. And, and then the other one is that protesters storm the Tennessee Capitol demanding gun control. Which, okay. And uh, a little, here, here's, here's a little bit of that. Yeah. So apparently, a Tennessee nonprofit called Awake and the protest. So the uh, group, according to them, and it seems to improve con uh, seeks to improve conditions for women and children. In uh, in in a in a quote. We have collaborated with community organizers and individual citizens to organize a rally at the state capitol Thursday morning. If you're looking for a way to channel your grief, anger, and com confusion into action, please join us. So, yes, always good to uh, see that we're now part of your protest. It's confusion. Uh, capitol Police escorted members of the legislature to the restroom as protesters crowded and uh, shouted. Portions of the crowd, which was made up of mostly high school and college-age protesters, dispersed around, uh, around noon, and most had left the building by 1 p.m., and lawmakers returned to business. So, yes, you know, it, it's not not as bad, of course, as January 6th, but we, we, we almost had a massive threat on uh, democracy, of course. Massive threats... Big, big issue, okay? It was huge. You know, we, we don't know what could have happened. You know, they could have tried to take over the entire government. We don't know. 
It's very, 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 very scary. You know, it's it's extremely, extremely, extremely scary because here is the uh, president of the United States when asked if the new uh, if the Nashville school shooting, you know, was sort of targeting Christians, and you know, Senator Hawley says that it was. Well, here here is Joe Biden's response to that of just utter disgust. So yeah, no. Basically, just, I have no idea. You know, I, I I don't believe him. You know, I you know because because you know it's Josh Hawley. He's from the other side. I I don't believe a word he says. Never liked that guy. Uh, being serious. So, yes, we 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 continue to see just the utter ridiculous actions being fully taken, and 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 the entire mainstream media. It's sick. It it is so disgusting and sick. The mainstream media is now trying to fully defend and say that it's your fault for not accepting trans people enough that this trans person went and killed Christian kids and, and adults. It's your fault. It's your fault. Since you didn't believe in the alphabet gang enough, and you didn't believe that boys could be girls, and girls can be boys, that you didn't believe that turning people, you know, in from being actual defined human beings into nothing more of a feeling of an idea... You're gross, you're disgusting, you're the bigoted person, you're the reason the shooting happened. Not because of some confusion or because, you know, it seems to be that people that are in this sort of movement seem to have a very high likelihood of going to almost terrorist level, you know, radicalization. No, 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 it's your fault. It's your fault. Because remember, in the entirety of the democratic playbook, it's not that people, once a victim is a victim, they can't be a victimizer. So it's your job as the democratic position to make it be as clear as possible that no matter what, the victim can never be the victimizer. And that's that's what we're doing. That That's what we're doing. You know, it's because here, here it is. Trans, the trans resistance network, hate has consequences. That's that's right. Hate has consequences. So yeah, no. Um. By the way, I I would like to make a correction to the to the show on the day of the shooting. So even I, like the mainstream media, completely fucked up. So the actual shooter was a uh was not a trans woman, like a person who was a guy, but identified as a woman. No, it was the reverse. It's actually a person who identified as a man, but was a woman. I, I just wanted to clear that up because I completely fudged it like everyone else, so terribly, terribly sorry about that. Uh, you know, I, I like to be as transparent and, you know, actually, uh, you know, actually fix, you know, fix things that I, I, I say that are wrong here on the, the show. So, yeah. The other thing is, uh, from what we've learned about the uh, the shooter, 
is apparently that morning the uh, person told a uh, a friend of theirs that this would be the last day and that you'll see me on the news. By, by the way, I, I would just like to point out with this trans resistance network as well, uh, is they... You, you you do realize that you make yourself sound like domestic terrorist when you tweet stuff like this. Prepare to defend yourself now. This weekend has already provided us two crystal clear reasons why we need to pre prepare to defend ourselves at almost notice against Nazis and fascists. Don't get scared. Get prepared. Lots of JBGCs and SRAs are ready to help you. So, um... They they also put out, you know, shit like this. We know you have all been waiting for this. Invite your friends and family. Uh, the cisgendered people are officially invited to do literally anything to oppose the trans genocide. Oh, we'll we'll talk about some uh, genocides uh, a bit later, and uh, sort of some uh, you know things that apparently, according to the left, are much worse than that. So uh, genocide. But, uh, you know, they also walk around with shirts that say trans rights or else, which, uh, funny enough, if you take a nice scroll over to Amazon.com and you just type in to the, to the search bar trans uh, rights or uh, else into the uh, search bar, you'll, you'll actually, you know, you, you, you know, they might have removed them now, but you used to, you used to be able to buy full on, um, you know, shirts that literally said trans rights or else with, uh, uh, with just a, a full-on, you know, shirt that just has guns on it. Oh, no, I, I found it. Oh, it's, it's actually guns. They, they did finally, they did finally remove it. So, don't worry, they did finally remove it, but, uh, yeah, so, uh, uh, you know. But remember, 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 they're the victims. You know, there, there's so many, so, so many, so, so much victims. You know, there, there can never be the victimizers. And that's, that's what we have. So, um, if I, remember, it, it's always, it can't be the victim. Always the victim misers. And just to show you the double down, here is the worst press secretary I've ever seen in my short, short life. Here is Corinne Jean-Pierre. Courage. We need Republicans in Congress to show some courage. This is what they owe these parents. This is what they owe these family members who are losing their loved ones. They need to show courage. We need gun safety laws, comprehensive gun safety laws. We need to, to ban assault rifles. Those weapons of war do not belong in our streets. They not, do not belong in schools. And again, this is unacceptable, and you're going to continue to hear from the president call this out. Corrine, good morning. It's Jonathan. On that theme of political courage, we know the president's stance on this. Um, what can his message be to, particularly, those Republicans who stand in the way of these legislation? What can he do? He often speaks about his relationships on the other side of the aisle. He touts bipartisan accomplishments. No, he, he's a nothing more than a hack and a, just a quack. 
that he did as both senator uh, and now as president. How can he lean into those relationships and or use the bully pulpit and run directly against those who stand in the way of gun safety reform? Well, Jonathan, as you know, and gun safety reform isn't going to do anything to prevent what just happened. By the way, uh, just just another little tidbit for everyone. The the shooter perfectly bought all the guns legally because, remember, you know, and we're trying to dance around it right now, especially with the gun safety uh, stuff, because we want to put in place, you know, mental check-ins and everything, but we'll still make it fine for somebody who, you know, is identifying as trans and having confusion and stuff like this, be able to, you know, buy a gun, even though they're not in their right mind. So... It's not solving the problem. We're just dancing around the issue like a bunch of hacks and just a bunch of fucking morons because we haven't learned our lesson. We haven't learned the lesson that improving security at a place, you know, solves a lot of problems. If you want to know why the U.S. hasn't been, like, like full-on, you know, invaded since, like, the War of 1812 is because, and the Soviets put it the way the best... Because America's people has a lot of fucking guns, and that causes a lot of issues. In a lot of other countries, not as many people own guns. But here in America, when, like, making plans to actually invade, you know, like, America, the Soviets were like, how are we going to invade when so many of these people have so many guns that they can supply to so many people and so much ammo that they can actually, like, defend off, like, our, like, army, our, like, military a bit? And they're like, well, we can't really invade, you know, through, like, Texas. We're maybe going to have to go through, like, California or, like, somewhere else to fully, you know, somewhere that has less guns. So the entire idea is the better off security you have, the better deterrent it is against shit like I mean, I literally said on the show on Tuesday, the person was going to attack multiple places, but chose to attack this school because it had less security. And, and you, you, you alluded to that in the question that you posed to me is this is a president that believes in bipartisanship. He calls for bipartisanship over and over again. We have done things in the first two years in a bipartisan way. I mentioned the Safer Communities Act, which was, again, done in a bipartisan way. So we can do this. And here's the thing, what we will say, what I will say to Republicans in Congress is, what are you going to say to these parents? What are you going to say to these family members? 63% of Americans, and I heard this poll uh, laid out here on the show earlier today, it's a political poll, said that they want to see safer gun safety measures. They want to see that. That is the will of the people. So Republicans need to listen to majority of Americans in this country, the will of the people, and act. They can't, we cannot sit around to allow this anymore. You know, kids should be able to go to school and see and be safe. No matter what you do, until you start arming teachers, kids will not feel safe at school. I'm telling you right now, as a person who literally graduated high school last year, I can tell you, if you asked most of the kids in my school, they said they don't feel safe. Because honestly, not even because of the fear of a school shooter, but because no, I don't trust you people. You all are assholes, dickheads, and I don't give a flying fuck about who you are. Because no one cares. No one wants to be there. Everyone would rather be anywhere else because the things that they teach are fucking boring, monotonous, tedious, and for most of them, things that they're going to look back and go, 
man, I wish I would learn these things and realize, no, they did teach them. They just didn't pay attention. So, no, most kids are not going to feel safe at school. And, you know, it's the entire idea of, you know, the entire society is not safe. You know, we can't put... The entire idea of what we're saying here is that we need to put guardrails everywhere in life. You yourself need not to experience any consequences. Is that is that what we're saying now? Is do like do we need a society? You know, do we just need to ban all guns? You know, ban anything that's too extreme, too dangerous. Just everything needs to stop. All that surgery that you need. Well, there's even like a one percent chance that you're gonna suffer some sort of, you know complication so we can't do it it's too dangerous we can't have you suffering that consequence if it were to happen so we need to have everyone's guardrails up you know every single wall and everything just needs to have pillows on it you know we can't have we can't drive any cars anymore because that's too dangerous too much it's gonna you're gonna kill too many people we you know everything is too dangerous unsafe Oh, you've been a professional, you know, acrobat for, you know, so long. I'm sorry, but we need to put up guardrails on your life so that you can never get hurt and never suffer the consequences of anything. Is that all we need? Fluffy unicorns everywhere and just padding? Is that what we need? I'm fully for putting forth things that, if actually shown would, you know, help to stop gun violence, but everything that you've put forth has literally been bypassed by every shooter because it doesn't actually, you know, stop what they're doing. But, you know, it's fine. We gotta uphold everything. We gotta uphold everything. I mean, you know, we have the American Federations of Teachers Union Press saying that, you know, maybe, maybe, you know, we should repeal the Second Amendment so that that's that's cool. Here here's that. An epidemic that our great nation must solve. And how many lives will be shattered before we have the courage to do what Scotland did, what Australia did, what New Zealand did, what Oh, such great examples. Oh, Scotland, Australia, you know, New Zealand. Oh, such great place. I'm sure they they completely love the fact that their uh, their guns got confiscated, take, taken away. Yep, I'm sure they love it. Other great democracies. Oh, yeah, so many great democracies. We must solve this epidemic. And that's up to us. So, uh, oh, 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 oh. But when will, when will, uh, you know, when will she, you know, solve the uh, amount of the millions and millions of, uh, of stagnant kids and terrible education? Uh, when, when, will, when will you be fixing that? You know, it's up to us to uh, solve that issue. I, you know, it's up to us to solve this issue. I'm pretty sure it's also up to us to solve the issue of why kids have become extremely, extremely fucking stupid in the American public school system. I'll give you a hint, because it's the biggest fucking failure in the entire world. And you're a part of it, jackass. So it, you're not helping your case. It's, it, it, it's completely idiotic to me to think 
that you can grandstand on being this union president and go, we need to solve this epidemic. And go, yeah, we do need to solve this epidemic. You know, why are, you know, so many, you know, kids in these schools, why are, you know, some of them barely can even read, let alone do basic math? You know, why why did we shut down the schools so much during, you know, the pandemic? You know, for so long, you know, why why did we do that? I mean, for me, it wasn't that bad because it made more of the classes easier to get through. But, you know, for a lot of kids out there that completely, you know, destroyed their entire, you know, education, that completely put off so many of them and made so many more, like, we're literally causing more and more people to be able to not fucking read. Is this, is this what we want, you know? Is, but no, don't worry, it's fine. Because remember, they're not sick. They're not. They're not messed up in the head. Okay, they're they're completely fine. They're completely sane, and they're not at all. You know, they're not at all. They're not at all calling for violence. Remember, remember, if the right calls for you know, if it even seems the slightest bit threatening, oh my God, the fascists—they're on the prowl. They're gonna kill everyone. It's a genocide. But when you have, you know, Katie Hobbs' press secretary having to basically privatize her account for tweeting out a GIF saying, us when we see transphobes with two, with a fucking GIF of a revolver in hand, well then, that's completely, you know, completely fine. You know, that's, that's not calling for violence. You know, you, you change the whole thing, you know, to any sort of, you know, Republican cause, and you immediately have articles out the wazoo. So clearly, you know, no double standards, no, uh, no issues, everyone. We're all completely fine with, you know, doing stuff like that. Because remember, calling violence and threats and everything, you know, around the, uh, around, around you know, doing such stuff like that. Uh, is uh, completely fine. By the way, uh, she she's re resigned at this point, so not not exactly, uh, you know, fun. Well, you know, obviously, since the whole uh, gun issue has now completely come back uh, up, well, of course, you know, we have great people such as, you know, Adam Kinzinger, you know, he's such, ugh, so, so great, so, uh, so great, and he, uh, he put out a tweet going, uh, you can oppose a ban, fine, but the flaunting of guns and the gun fetish really bothers me, ugh, it really bothers him, guys, it really bother, bothers the, you know, Adam Kinzinger, the, the absolute guy that I'm very, very sure at this point is the most beta cuck politician in, uh, in the Congress, I mean, talk about a absolute guy who could sit by on the Gen 6 committee and watch as that just travesty happened. But it's fine, guys. It's fine. Except for the fact that, um, oh, shit, uh, whoops. Yeah, here, here's a, there's a tweet from 2014 of, uh, <laughs> of the uh, representative, uh, with the uh, full-on caption of this, my brother and I exercising a right to bear arms at the f 
at the uh, family farm on this 4th of July from 2014. Whoops. Man, that, that gun fetish, it, he must have got over his, you know. Maybe we'll, we'll have to... Maybe we'll have to find, uh, uh, you know, maybe we'll have to find, you know, out how he got rid of his fetish, you know. Well, let's see, what 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 is his response? Yeah, that is me. That that was also many years ago, and I have since moderated somewhat on this issue. As millions of Americans, uh, as have millions of Americans. But if you don't want to leave the room for people to evolve on this issue, and then you only have yourself to blame, I am a military member clown well i i I mean but you know i've been realistically told that you know no matter what people did in the past you're still an evil piece of shit for it i mean literally a few years ago we canceled fucking genghis khan who uh i would like to remind everybody has been dead for you know a few hundred plus years at this point so you know i don't know still seems like a gun fetishist to me you know still seems like an evil evil person you know, can't be trusted, will never be accepted, you know, doesn't, doesn't exactly seem to be the greatest thing, well, of course, of course, you know, all of this has now, of course, you know, led to President Joe Biden putting forth a proposed ban on semi-automatic long guns, which will lead to the confiscation of millions of American guns, but, you know, when asked if the uh, American, uh, or if Kareem, or, you know, Biden, Kareem, you know, you know, really the robotic press secretary, and, you know, it was asked if Biden supports gun confiscation. But, uh, here, here's, uh, here's that. Does the president support not just banning the sale and manufacture of semi-automatic weapons, but further than that, confiscation? Let's, let me just be very clear. What we're talking about, AR-15s, these assault weapons ban, they are weapons of war and they should not be on the streets across the country in our communities. They should not be in schools. They should not be in grocery stores. They should not be in in churches. That's what the president believes. And he has done more than any other president the first two years on an executive order. And as you know, we- Oh, an executive order. Oh, I'm glad that we just basically made the country a dictatorship. When did that change? I thought it was all democracy. Let me just be very clear. What we're talking about, AR-15s, these communities, they should not be in schools. They should not be in grocery stores. They should not be in in churches. That's what the president believes. And he has done more than any other president the first two years on an executive order. And as you know, we all know how government works. There's only so much that he can do. And so now it's time for Congress to do the work. And he's happy to sign once that happens. He's happy to sign that legislation that says, okay, we're going to remove assault weapons. We're going to have an assault weapons ban. Okay, good. Good. Glad to see that we're doing well. Uh, Man, I guess uh, stock up while you can and hide them under the nearest floorboard, I guess, to keep it away from these people. Jesus, man, it's... It's great. And to just show you, I mean, our, our Congress is, you know, quite gross, quite, quite disgusting. And so right now, obviously, the whole, uh, the entirety of, you know, we're still trying to work out what we're going to do with, 
you know, banning TikTok. Well, there's a new act making the ways around the Congress, and it's called the Restrict Act. And one of the people that's co-authored the bill is, uh, or co-sponsored the bill is Senator uh, Lizzie Graham, who uh, was on with Jesse Waters the other day. And uh, it's, well, a bit surprising to say the least. Let's try to get some answers out of the Senator Lindsey Graham, who supports this and is here now. You got to be kidding me, Senator. Did you read this? Yeah, I don't think I support the Restrict Act. <laughs> you don't support this because you were named as one of the supporters because this is garbage. Well, is this the one with John? There's two bills out there. One allows a review of businesses that, that are connected to China, give the secretary the ability to protect their data. Uh, is that the Restrict Act? We got S-686 right here, yeah. March 7th. Mm -hmm. And we got a bunch of Republicans supporting it because this thing is crazy town. You don't want yeah. the government looking into your private phone. No, I don't. If and they, they have can't. a hunch you're colluding with the <laughs> Russians, we remember how yeah, that turned that's out. That's right. Yeah, no, well... The Constitution trumps a statute, so let me come back and, uh, you know, give you a better explanation. Here's the problem as I see it. Uh, China is the parent company of TikTok, and my nieces like TikTok. I don't mind them using TikTok. I just don't want the Chinese government to seize all their data and manipulate the information Americans seize uh, for political purposes. China is helping drug cartels in Mexico. China is not a friend. Chinese espionage is an all-time high against American business interests. So I want to push back against China, but within a constitutional framework. You're right about that. So uh, you made these allegations, and I'll come answer better next time. Yeah, well, I mean, because on Congress.gov, you're listed as one of the co-sponsors of this thing. Maybe it's like Fetterman when you're chief of staff <laughs> does be. all your work for Could you. <laughs> but, Senator, you got to go back and talk to these other senators about this. Yeah. This thing is nuts, and yeah. it's going to get abused like it always does. So we got to yeah. clean this up. Can we clean this up? Well, yeah. I mean, number one, yeah, I'll give you a better explanation I'm giving you. Uh, John Thune's got a bill to make sure the Secretary of Commerce can deal with this, not just TikTok, but the general idea that China, we're under attack by China. Now, that's a fact. Chinese uh, Communist Party is stealing American data, espionage against American businesses is an all-time high. According to the FBI, it's the number one challenge they face. Hey, shut the, shut, shut, I, I can't, I can't, I can't anymore. Shut the fuck up. You see, this is what we deal with. This, this is our Congress, ladies and gentlemen. People who don't read, who don't do shit. They're a bunch of moronic jackasses. They're all jackasses. No matter who they are, this is why I've, I've repeatedly told you on this show for the past few months or so, the entirety of my support of politicians, of different ones, like Ron DeSantis, for example, are very much, I give you the credit in the time being, but immediately my immediate reback, rebound is to, okay, but when will you fuck up? When will you mess up? When will you do something that I don't like? And then I'd immediately call you out for it. That, that's, and once again... You know, one of these times, you know, maybe this show just takes off enough. Maybe I'll have to just run for Congress and put on my back and just start co-sponsoring a bill to completely put in new ideas of every single bill 
has to have an actual honest title of what it does, and it can't be a jam-packed bill. If a bill is entitled something, it has to be only for that thing, and that's it. Don't try to jam your other bullshit in it. Don't try to make it some big fucking omnibus goddamn garbage package worth $1.6 trillion worth of fucking waste. No, 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 no. If we're past the bill, it is for one particular thing, and so when people go to actually read the text, it's not 10 million pages long, it's only like, you know, at most maybe 10, and it's, you know, actually in English people can understand, and not in some gook Shakespearean bullshit. That should be what our Congress should be striving for. But no, instead, we have a bunch of people who are just about as dumb as the people going through our school system right now who aren't given enough time to read or choose just not to actually read and then vote on the things that affect your day-to-day -day fucking life. So welcome, welcome to the United States of America, a falling fucking republic where people are becoming dumber and dumber by the day and that the entire idea of the technology that we've been given to help make the lives of ours easier has been more of a detriment than an actual, you know, success. So, welcome, everyone. Glad uh, we could all be here for the downfall of everything. So, yeah. So, uh, full on, a, uh, a college student, you know, in, in other, other news, uh, a college student asked a female athlete, Riley Gaines, during a speech Monday, uh, Monday night, why she was looking at transgender swimmer Leah Thomas's genitalia. Gaines was, of course, speaking at an event at the University of Pittsburgh, uh, Pittsburgh to uh, save women's sports because, you know, biological men, major advantage. And, well, okay, here, here's the thing. A full-on sophomore of psychology named Farah Millie asked, you know, well, why, you know, why, why were you looking? Because the person is naked in the woman's locker room. You know, when you're in the woman's locker room, the only thing you should be expecting to see in a woman's locker room is other women changing, and you shouldn't have to see a fucking penis in there. Like, I don't walk in, like, like I don't walk into the men's locker room and just, I don't, you know, I don't, I if I had to walk into the, you know, you know, locker room for, uh, you know, as a, as a guy, I'm gonna try my hardest not to, I'm gonna be, you know, like, tunnel vision, trying to be like, nope, just avoid everything, just avoid everything. I'm not, and if I do happen to look around, and then all of a sudden I see a person that has, I'm gonna be a bit like, what, what, what what's going on? What what is happening? And especially for you know women, I don't think most women just want to see just a, a naked penis as they're trying to get changed to then go do swimming. I don't think that's what they they want to do. May, maybe I'm wrong, but I don't think most people want to actually, you know, see stuff like that. But I you know, I'm I'm not a female, so I wouldn't know. Is, is this this new thing, or are you females just so? You know, is, is this what women want? They just want to see, you know, a trans dude who, or transgender that's got a penis just in their locker room. Is is that... 
I, I guess that's uh, that's that's the, the new way. So I'm glad that we're asking the the right questions, not why, but of course it's uh, it's great. Also, in other things, so surprisingly, there's still such thing as people doing you know stuff like the, actually people playing you know with Pokemon cards. Well, and which still surprised me, but h hilarious. Uh, and so, a full-on teenager from Utah says that he was disqualified from a Pokemon tournament, and it wasn't because he cheated, it was, he says, because of what happened when a tournament judge asked him about his pronouns. According to the uh, player, the disqualification came from an exchange with the judge concerning his preferred pronouns at the, at the uh, tournament. Uh, he was 5-0 at the tournament, and he was given a six-round matchup against a well-known player. And, you know, he was, uh, the person is a minor, by the way, and, you know, was a bit, bit nervous. And he's been on stream, you know, two times before, you know, always a bit nerve-wracking, but he's fine. And so, he said, while making his way to the table, a judge asked him his preferred pronouns, and he said, um, he or him, or, and I pause, just think of a third pronoun, third pronoun being his, as I stood there looking stupid, trying to think of the third pronoun, I felt embarrassed, because I was failing to think of a simple word, and due to the nerves of being embarrassed, I let out a laugh, and just a, you know, a little nervous laugh, and while his response ended up being, um, he or him, and, ha <laughs> his, that's it, you know, and... You know, felt, you know, the judge asked a second time and answered, you know, a little bit, you know, trying to, you know, hopefully fix it a bit. And so, you know, most people, you know, actually understand, but apparently the judge did not. As uh, the judge looked at me and said, okay, just wanted to check uh, to be safe. Uh, I gotta, I uh, go by they, them, so don't be a jerk about it. So, yeah, not, 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 not exactly great. So yes, what we're we're now, you know, why, you know, what's the issue with, um, with, uh, with the overall issue? Uh, and so, yes, we're disqualifying people over their uh, failure to follow in the line of the full on. The, the full-on pronoun garbage. So, yes. Uh, but but he also tried to... Uh, he asked for an appeal, but he was unsuccessful. So, yes, he was fully removed from the tournament because of his exchange with a judge over his pronouns. So, congratulations to uh, everyone. Glad that we could all do something just so great. So, very, very cool. Well, in something that's actually very cool, and could maybe give you the tiniest bit of hope for uh, the actual education here in America, two high school uh, girls discover new proofs of a 2,000-year-old math problem. So, down in New Orleans, 
uh, two high school seniors have claimed to have solved the Pythagorean theorem using trig uh, trigonometry, a method academics have hold to be logically impo uh, be a logical impossibility for nearly two two thousand years at this point. Which you know, honestly, shout out to them. You know, finally, at least give me a little bit of hope for uh, the education system. A little bit, not too much, but uh, a little. They have claimed to have found four new proofs to the uh, theorem without committing a circular fallacy. And the uh, prominent researchers at the American Mathematic, uh, Mathematical Society were so astonished that they are encouraging the pair of high schoolers to submit their work to a peer-reviewed journal to confirm the discovery. So, yes, it seems that we could actually be, you know, getting some... Maybe, you know, maybe there is a few smart people out there for once so thank you to everyone but the smart people are uh, you know deciding on some other things you know you know instead of doing some math problems you know they're they're worried about a maybe a bit more pressing issue which is uh ai you know elon musk has been a big proponent of this over on twitter but yes a lot of people like over a thousand all signed a full-on you know letter Basically saying, hey guys, you know, we're going to maybe like cut down on how much this AI stuff we're doing. And um, I, I don't think it's going to stop. I, I think there's going to be still people out there that do not care and are going to push forward no matter what kind of thing. Because we're all we're doing is sending like a letter basically saying like, hey, we're not going to do this, right? Or like, yeah, yeah, we're not going to do it. Behind everyone's back, you have people probably working still on new presses forward in technology of the AI world. So, not, uh, not exactly expecting a actual pause like all these people have signed. My guess is we're not going to see major releases of new AI stuff like really big out there in the news for the next six months. And then after that six months pause, all of a sudden, oh, look at here, we got a brand new, like, we got Chat GPT 5, we got Bard 2, Electric Boogaloo, you know? So, truly will be greater in the great near future. I'm sure that this will totally be a worthwhile pause. Well, you know, I haven't checked in with the, you know, war over in Ukraine in a while. So I, I wonder, you know, what's what's uh what's happening. Uh, let's let's see, you know, what's what's maybe some of the news here. Let's let's find out. Female Russian veteran claims medics uh, used as sex slaves by officers in Ukraine. Well, uh, you know, maybe I'm you know reading things wrong. Maybe maybe let's let's dive a little bit deep. Maybe maybe I'm missing something. A female Russian combat uh, medic serving in Ukraine are allegedly being being pressed into becoming so-called field uh, wives or sex slaves. Uh, a service member who uh, said male officers force women into sex slavery and those who refuse face horrible mistreatment. Uh, the woman said in an interview that she has spent the past two months undergoing rehabilitation and is taking antidepressants for the severe trauma she endured in Ukraine. She said the harrowing experience left her suffering from constant nightmares and panic attacks. Even when I'm not alone, I'm doing I'm doing something I still 
see before my eyes all that horror. Uh, and of course, uh, she's a single mom living in uh, the city of Belgrade with her uh, grown special needs children, retired from the army in 2017 after 11 years of service. But last year, she decided to volunteer as a medic in Ukraine to provide for her family. According to her, as soon as she arrived at the grounds for training, a uh, colonel commanding a tunk, uh, tunk, a tank platoon singled her out um, to make her his field wife, an informal role reserved for female service members who usually cook, clean, and pleasure male officers. She, of course, rebuffed the colonel's sexual advances, which continued even after the platoon was sent to fight in Ukraine. Determined to wear her down, uh, she ordered uh, his subordinates crane in possible living and working conditions. For a month, I simply slept outside. While others spent nights in tents, houses, I slept on the ground next to a road in a, in a small forest. Uh, the goal was to break her spirit, so she would agree to have sex with the commander, but she persisted and was sent to the front lines uh, as retaliation. The medical... Platoon she was in included seven women uh, between the ages of 23 and 38. Many of them married, each of whom were pressured into uh, pressured to service one or more officers. We went there. No, uh, no one, of course, knew what they were, uh, what was going on, or understood. There's no turning back. On one occasion, she claimed to have witnessed an officer shoot his field wife in a junk in a drunken uh, or jealous rage. They made it seem as Ukrainians did it, which left the woman permanently disabled. The officer shot himself in the hand as if he was protecting her, and he was back from the hospital about uh, from the hospital about three weeks. So, uh, yeah. I mean, Yulia of another one who was uh, married called her husband back in Russia, told him about the sexual relationship with the platoon officer because she was concerned she might return from war pregnant. So, yep, clearly nothing wrong going over on the uh, front lines of the Ukrainian war, so everything is fine. So, clearly, we're all good. I'm glad that everything is complete. Completely, completely fine. Well, uh, you know, fine. Maybe we picked the wrong area to go into. Well, I haven't, you know, I I haven't checked in with uh, with the with the view. You know, I haven't checked in with them in a few weeks. You know what what's what what's what's going on over there? You know what what are they saying these days? You know what's what's happening? We all know it's a great country because we all have benefited from some of the great things about this country. But kids today who are young people now are looking at this country and they're saying, if I get sick, I could become bankrupt. If I go to college, I could be in debt until I collect Social Security. You know, um, there are shootings on a regular basis in this country. There are major things that are happening here that are making people turn against the country. And those are just some of the things. And I think that access to the Internet
has caused a lot of people to, to say, gee, they can do it in Denmark, they can do it in Sweden, they can do it in Italy has national health even, you know, and there are many countries in the world that really do take on these issues. And so we're thinking, are we that exceptional anymore as we used to be? Yes, we're a powerful country, we have the best military, but what about the people? Well, I think I've been, you know, Sarah and I, we've had this discussion about the flag and, and, and that. Oh, that's I, another thing. But I, I put my flag out because I don't want Republicans to think that they own the flag, okay? Yeah. I'm a liberal I Democrat. That. that flag right. goes out every well, year and, on my porch. And, and that's the issue. It's, it's been called the, the notion of patriotism and the notion of, the, of America and the American flag has been co-opted by the right as if they are true patriots. What the fuck? That's never been a point. Jesus, I, you know, I, I was here for this clip for another reason, but holy fuck, I, what the, that's, that's never been our goal. You guys hate the flag. You ultimately burn it all the time, which is completely legal and everything, by the way. It's fine. You, you know, you guys completely go around destroying everything. That's the reason why they've picked up the flag like that. Mm -hmm. But when I listened to Christopher Wray, the president, the, the head of the FBI, he said white supremacy is the biggest domestic threat to this country. Not true, actually. If you look at FBI whistleblowers, they're literally creating fake cases of it to fill a supply that's, or I should say, a demand that's not there. And so as a woman of color... With a six foot two black kid in college and a five foot seven, five foot eight black kid in high school, I don't see that part of American exceptionalism. I'm sorry. I think this country has a lot of problems that could be solved. Yes, maybe they're putting uh, Muslims in jail in Afghanistan, I think you mentioned, and China. And China they're putting a lot of black, more black people in jail but here. Can I ask? Yeah, it, it's 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 only a jail, guys. The the weird genocide over in China. It, it's it's only it's only a jail. It's only a jail. It's, it's not totally not like there. It's it's not a re-education camp. It's totally not like concentration camps from the Nazis. No, 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 no. It, it's way worse than we're being, you know, black people that commit crimes in jail. No, 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 no. That's completely fine. We're not. No, no. Mm -mm. No one's out of their mind. No one. No. Nope. Mm. 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 Ooh, man. Ah. Oh. Always the view. Always bringing the best of uh the best of America. Well, sad to say for all of the rich people out there, of course. Well, they can't use Credit Suisse anymore to uh hide from the IRS. I know, it, it sucks for all of them. According to uh, some people inside of Credit Suisse before it, you know, gone, they uh, fully had uh, helped hide more than uh, $700 million from the IRS. So, uh, man, oh man. Man, uh, so sad. My, my tears for all of the people who can now no longer use Credit Suisse. I'm sure they could totally not find a, another bank to hide money in. Totally no other ones. Especially none in Switzerland. None at all. I'm sure that there's no other bank in Switzerland that would definitely not help them evade taxes. So that's fine. 
Of course, in uh, Congress as well, we're uh, finally voting to uh, end the COVID emergency, even though I was told last year by the president that, you know, that he, of course, he, you know, would, uh, that the pandemic was over, but it's, it's whatever. The final vote was 68 to uh, 23, and it now heads to uh, Biden's uh, desk. Of course, you know, they're already, you know, of course, the White House doesn't exactly support it because they want all those powers still, and they just can't give it up. And uh, so hopefully that'll just get overturned and will go into place anyway so that we can actually end a emergency that's, you know, not an actual emergency so, good uh, work to the Senate for uh, ones, of course, you bumbling buffoons. Anyway, in other news that is, um, well, uh, I, a bit weird. Now, uh, if you don't know who Chris uh, Chris Chan is, who is now, uh, is also now, I guess, Christine Weston Chandler. If you don't know who who this person is... I, I would definitely go, you know, probably your best bet if you want, like, just in about two hours, sort of a summary of where we were in, like, the whole saga of this whole issue with Chris Chan, like, I think well over a year ago now. There's a whole Trash Taste podcast. If you look up Trash Taste Chris Chan, you'll, you'll pretty much find the person who's been, like, basically making the entire story of Christian for literally years since like the very beginning and just covering everything piece by piece and just fully fully getting through to that well according to some new stuff coming out has actually been released well the Christian has been released from prison on bond although it seems to be uh you know unknown why but you know, interestingly, uh, so, of course, the arrest happened because there was a full-on suspicion of incest as a leaked phone, uh, leaked phone call previously, uh, you know, led some to believe that, uh, Chan was actually having sex with his 79-year-old mother who has dementia, and, uh, well, it seems that, uh, Seems that uh, the full uh, that Chris Chan has been uh, has been released from uh, jail. So yeah, what's funny is uh, the person who I'm actually talking about. Literally, the day that it came out that Chris Chan got released from jail was literally like crap. Because it means that the it means that the actual uh, that uh, it seems that everything is uh, has actually fully come down and uh, happened. So yeah, we're fully uh, fully fully. Back. Well, I guess to cut in a little bit, as uh, right now, in sort of breaking stuff that just broke, actually, as I am fully recording this, as of right now, 
Uh, President Donald, or former President uh, Trump, has been officially been uh, indicted by the grand jury up in Manhattan over his connection to the Stormy Daniel payments. So it looks like officially the president has uh, has been uh, indicted, and we'll have to uh, we'll have to wait and uh, see. And you know what? Go ahead, do it. Make my dreams of someone else being the nominee happen. Make it happen, you absolute bumbling buffoons. Make the make my full-on you know case for having someone else lead uh, America back to uh, greatness even better. So clearly, th thank you to the absolute moronic idiots. You know, th thank you for uh, helping out the cause. Speaking of moronic idiots, we must take a turn over to California, where uh, they're apparently, you know, still working on this whole reparations nonsense for a state that, I would like to remind you, was never a slave state to begin with, uh, is apparently wanting to pay out reparations that is going to cost the state only $800 billion. Yeah, that's, uh, no, absolutely not. No, I don't, I don't, I don't think we will. Uh, I think you can uh, shove it. Eight hundred billion for uh, for what? For uh, for some absolute nonsense? Yeah, I don't I don't think so. Yeah, uh, the entire idea of these reparations is a bunch of bullshit and nothing more than just ridiculous. I, I mean, seriously, I, if this does go through, then uh, then pretty much. The uh, the actual uh, people, all of them, for all of the uh, black people that end up getting this uh, payment, uh, I hope you uh, then take the money and then immediately move out of the city, because uh, that that's what I would do. Because then you could like you're you're set for life. If you're, they're gonna give people five million dollars, you are literally set for life. If you can use that money smart and responsibly, you are literally set for the rest of your life with investments and whatever else to uh never have to work again. So do it, do it, California. Do it, I dare you. Well, in other things I was gonna conclude in our government being uh disgusting, uh Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin says he doesn't have any regrets about how, you know, the US military with uh drawn from Afghanistan, you know, not leaving, so apparently, you know, leaving behind all of that stuff in uh, there and, you know, letting all of those 13 service members die and even though they could have taken the shot, never given the actual, uh, the, the actual way and, you know, basically letting the full-on Taliban completely take over because the actual, uh, you know, the actual full-on military they'd spent years training up literally fell apart in 0.5 seconds. No, 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 no. It's completely fine, guys. Everything is fine. The entire withdrawal went as planned. So, great work. I'm glad that we have only the most competent of people leading the military. So, thank you for that. Oh, such great people. Well, in final news for today on the show it is the end of an era for uh for gamers uh 
that's right. E3, as a whole, has officially been cancelled. The Entertainment Software Association announced today to its members that E3 has been cancelled. Uh, you may know that while E3 remains a beloved event and brand, it simply did not garner the sustained interest necessary to ex execute it in a way that would showcase the size, strength, and impact of our industry. Narrating its commitment to work to advocacy work and does not mention undertaking the show again in future years. So, yeah, E3 has officially been cancelled, and it, it's not really surprising that it got cancelled because. Notably, big names in the industry have also, like, basically were, like, not going to be there anyway. My immediately, Xbox wasn't going to be there. Nintendo wasn't going to be there. PlayStation wasn't going to be there. Ubisoft recently announced they weren't going to attend. Like, most people were already just like, nope, we're not, we're not attending. So, pretty, pretty much, E3 is officially gone. It's never coming back. And the only thing we can hope that uh, we will do now is sort of keep the whole idea of E3 alive with doing some kind of just a lot of like major announcements for the year in June around the time when E3 happened. And that's really all we can do at this point. Well, it's a truly sad day. E3 is gone. Our democracy is at threat. And the entirety of our world is just one big disgusting mess. Well, that is going to conclude today's show. Of course, if you did enjoy and of course want to get notified for more of this show, of course, please go down into go down below, subscribe, follow wherever you are listening. Of course, go down into that description where you can check all articles and everything used. Of course, you can also follow over on Twitter and through social and of course, I'll see you guys tomorrow for the Friday edition of the show.